KPBS On Demand is supported by Fly Homes, helping homeowners put the proceeds from the sale of their current home toward the down payment on their next one before actually selling. Learn how buyers are adding to their home buying budget with Buy Before You Sell at flyhomes.com. Good morning. I'm Annika Colbert. It's Friday, December 31st, keeping New Year's celebrations small. We'll have more on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. San Diego County public health officials reported more than 5,900 COVID-19 cases on Thursday, marking a dramatic surge in cases. Public health officials are now urging people to not hold or go to large New Year's celebrations. The number of county residents hospitalized with COVID-19 increased from Wednesday's numbers by 48 for a total of 475. That's according to state data. The county recorded 11 deaths related to COVID-19. On Wednesday. The California Highway Patrol says it'll be conducting a maximum enforcement period over the New Year's weekend looking for drunk or drugged drivers. The extra patrols begin at 6 p.m. on Friday through midnight on Sunday. According to CHP, 56 people were killed in crashes in California during last year's New Year's weekend, and half of those killed were not wearing seatbelts. The San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance is returning to the Rose Parade in Pasadena for the first time in more than 20 years. Wildlife Ambassador Marco Went says the organization's float features three iconic animals, a rhino, a condor, and a lion. He says it highlights the positive impact of the Alliance's conservation work with endangered species. Podemos mover montañas. Like together, uh, we, can, we can move mountains, and that's really what it is, especially... Hey, 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 this is Parker Edison, host of the Parker Edison Project on KPBS. The cool thing about joining KPBS is you make one simple donation, and that money ripples into supporting everything else you see and hear on KPBS, including podcasts like this one you're listening to right now, making a place for fresh voices and perspectives to be heard. And that's music to my ears. Become a member today. Just go to kpbs.org, click that blue Give Now button, and donate what you can, all right? Thanks. With what's been going on the past couple of years, uh, this is a sort of like a, a ray of, of hope, I think, for all communities that we can, we can do something about it. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. KPBS On Demand is supported by the San Diego Unified School District, presenting a public community forum to participate in the selection process, meet and interact with finalists for the superintendent position. Saturday, February 26th. Visit sandiegounified.org slash SUPT search. San Diego is about to ring in the new year, but with COVID-19 cases rising, county public health officials are now asking people to avoid large parties and to limit celebrations to just friends and family. Yet parties are still planned around the county. KPBS health reporter Matt Hoffman has more on what's going on and how people can take precautions. While downtown is pretty quiet right now, on Friday night, there are at least a couple dozen planned New Year's Eve parties going on in the gas lamp. New Year's has always been a real 
a big night in the Gaslamp Quarter. And so I would just say to everyone coming down, have, have fun, be safe. Michael Trimble is executive director of the Gaslamp Quarter Association. He says that some parties will be indoors while others are outside up on rooftops. Everyone really had to you know, take it slow uh, last year. And so, but this year is a whole new story. So uh, we've learned a lot since uh, March of 2020. So, and uh, we've gotten a lot smarter and uh, got as responsible as we've ever been as a community. Some parties are asking people to sign up ahead of time. That's where you can find out if there are any additional requirements like proof of vaccination. There is currently a state mandate for masks to be worn inside. I hope people use precaution and that, you know, the peak isn't as bad as we're anticipating. Dr. Shira Abelis is an infectious disease specialist at UC San Diego Health. Similar to advice from federal officials, she says that large indoor parties will be a risk, especially with the more contagious Omicron variant. So I think there's like the personal risk, right? And that's high because there's a lot of COVID out there and being indoors unmasked at a party, it's just going to, you know, they're going to be super spreading events. She says there can be so many consequences if people do not take precautions. Hospitals are planning out how to deal with an expected surge in January, which could result in cutting back on other procedures and planned surgeries. I know people don't want to think about it, but that's what we're thinking about and having to plan for. So we're thinking about how are we going to ration healthcare when everyone else is thinking about going to parties. Abelis says outdoor parties will be much lower risk. She suggests if people are having indoor parties to open windows and doors for ventilation. Keeping parties small would also be good and having people mask up is key. And she says if you're feeling sick, avoid any New Year's parties. It can be a sniffle, it could be, oh, I think I'm tired. You know, that's how it can start. And so if you are feeling like that, you should not go out. For those looking to get tested after New Year's parties, Abelis says it can take up to five days after the initial exposure for a person to come back positive. And that was KPBS health reporter Matt Hoffman. Trash truck drivers for Republic Services are still on strike. Now the city of San Diego wants residents with trash piling up to contact the company directly to ask for a pickup. KPBS's Alexandra Ronhell has more from the sanitation workers on strike. We went through the holiday season striking. Rain or shine, Republic Services sanitation workers continue striking for what they say is a fair contract. Michael Bernardo, a driver with the company for eight years, says he just wants to get back to work. They've been on strike for two weeks. Uh, at this point, we're hoping for something positive at this point. Uh, we just want to get back to work. We want to service our communities and clean up the area. As days of mediation go nowhere, the more than 200 striking sanitation workers are feeling more and more undervalued. We were heroes when the pandemic was in full force, and now that it's time to negotiate a contract, it almost feels like we're zeros. Jose Martinez worked for the company for 40 years. He's now retired, but he continues to march along with his friends. He says they deserve more. And always it's been the same. They try to pay less, pay less, and... Uh... I passed so many contracts, and uh, it's getting worse with us, with everybody. Negotiations aren't going well. So says Robert Moreno, a trustee with the Drivers Union Teamsters Local 542. These guys have been out here 14 days. I mean, if they were negotiating, we'd, these guys would be back at work already, but they're not. Moreno says they're not accepting anything less than what they know they deserve. And if that's the case, you know, we'll be here as long as we need to be. Republic Services told KPBS 
They are continuing mediation this week, but that driver's demands for wage increases are not realistic. Meanwhile, San Diego Mayor Todd Gloria is showing support for those on strike, walking the picket line with them. He's encouraging residents who have missed trash pickups to contact Republic Services directly and request collection service. And that was KPBS's Alexandra Ronhell. A Navy ship en route to San Diego has reported a COVID-19 outbreak. KPBS military reporter Steve Walsh says it's the second outbreak this month for the Navy. Roughly one-third of the 300 crew members on board the USS Halsey tested positive for COVID-19. The outbreak was discovered December 10th, just as the destroyer was set to change home ports from Hawaii to San Diego. All of the crew members who tested positive showed no symptoms or mild symptoms. No one was sent to an emergency room or was hospitalized. All of the affected crew members were on board the Halsey when it left Hawaii for San Diego Sunday, according to a Navy spokesman. 99% of the crew were vaccinated before the outbreak was discovered. All of the crew was vaccinated when they left. They were also offered boosters, which are so far not required by the Navy. A similar outbreak also sidelined the USS Milwaukee, which has been diverted to Guantanamo Bay. And that was KPBS military reporter Steve Walsh. At the Cabrillo Monument in Point Loma, holiday visitors seeking safe outings are treated to environmental programs led by teenage scientists on Thursdays. KPBS education reporter M.G. Perez has more. Most Thursdays this past fall and early winter, a trio of teenage girls with a love for the environment have led a birdwatching walk at Cabrillo National Monument. They are apprentices who created the nature tour with mentoring from park rangers. Samantha wins is the educator who supports them. I like to remind kids that there is a place for them in nature and that nature is filled with wonders and everything in nature happens for a reason. Come late January and early spring, the young apprentices will turn their attention from birds to gray whales beginning their migration off the coast of San Diego. They will lead visitors in a whale watching program they design. And that was KPBS education reporter M.G. Perez. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. Coming up, KPBS arts editor and producer Julia Dixon-Evans has art that you can safely view for the New Year's. We'll have our weekend preview next, just after the break.
KPBS On Demand is supported by Illumina, a global leader in DNA sequencing, helping clinicians and researchers all over the world understand the genetics of disease to make personalized medicine a reality. From genetic testing to developing new vaccines to help protect people around the globe, Illumina DNA sequencing is impacting the future of healthcare. Discover more about the power of the genome by visiting Illumina.com KPBS. For the Arts Preview this weekend, KPBS brings you a guide to some works of art viewable from the outdoors. Whether you're avoiding indoor gatherings or maybe looking for a way to kick off the new year with more walking, KPBS arts editor and producer Julia Dixon-Evans has her list, and she spoke with KPBS Midday Edition host Jade Hindman. So let's start with the oldest piece on your list by the influential regional artist James Hubble. Where can we find it? Right. This one is at the foot of Vulcan Mountain in Julian. It's right at the trailhead and it's called the Vulcan Mountain Gateway. And it was built by James Hubble and a team of volunteers in 1990. It's a multi-piece sculpture. It's more of, of a passageway than an actual gate. There's two carved cedar low walls on either side of the trail and they kind of jut upwards to the sky they mimic peaks of their own and then in the middle of the trail there are three intricate iron sculptures on on these posts so you kind of have to walk through and around the sculpture to start the trail Hubble's work is all over the region, and this is is kind of one of the lesser-known works of his. Plus, it's a really great hike. It's about a five-mile round-trip climb, goes through the forest as well as these big, grassy meadows. And this trail is sometimes closed after rain or weather, so you can check with the San Diego County Parks and Rec Department in advance. And another trailside work of art is an early 2020 sculpture by Roman DeSalvo at Mission Trails. Tell us about that. Yeah, this is at the newish East Fortuna staging area field station. It's called Fountain Mountain, kind of a play on the nearby Fortuna Mountains. And this is part of the city's civic art collection. And it looks literally looks like something between a fountain and a mountain. There is a drinking fountain built into this giant boulder, which Roman de Salvo then carved with intricate rivers and almost like trail patterns. So you can watch the water from the drinking fountain actually flow down those little channels. The trailhead is convenient for beginning the 15K loop over South Fortuna, or you can just take a shorter mile or so stroll around the grasslands right there. And now for some of the newer works on your list. Tell us about the new sculpture in Liberty Station just unveiled last week. So this one is by Trevor Amory, and it's the newest part of the NTC Foundation's outdoor art program that's at Liberty Station. Uh, This one is wood and mixed media, and the wood is actually sourced from fallen trees in Balboa Park. It's kind of rebuilt into an abstract version of what Amory described as a nurse log, or the trees that have fallen in the forest and they remain there to kind of decompose and nourish the soil underneath. I love what this sculpture has to say about decay and death, and it's really huge and striking. You can wander around and look through it. This one is installed just outside the command center at Liberty Station, and it takes the place of where the Nikki Gator temporarily was while the Mingay was under renovation the last few years. 
And the next one is a window installation at the new Mortis Studio in Golden Hill. Tell us about Denja Harris's work. Yeah, Denja Harris is a fiber artist, and this is her first solo exhibition. It's entirely contained in the front windows there, right on 25th Street in Golden Hill. Harris makes these experimental rugs and fiber works, and she kind of plays with a color block nostalgia. It's very abstract, and it kind of like reimagines a rug. It's something that we almost always think of as one of those functional textiles. And she also sources dead stock yarn in her work, whether they're remnants left over from manufacturing or they're textiles that are not used because of a flaw. And her works will be on view through January 16th. In La Jolla, there's a new installment in the Murals of La Jolla series, this one by Gabriela Sanchez. Where can we find it? Yeah, this one is next to the Lot Movie Theater in La Jolla, right on Fay Avenue. And it's part of 15 current murals in this project throughout La Jolla. Sanchez is a Los Angeles artist who studied art at Point Loma Nazarene University, so there is a local connection. And the mural is the series of of collage-style vignettes. Um, These are scenes from the pandemic and with massive lettering of the word time across the center. The mural is about tides and time, life cycles and the such, and also bigger questions of our future. And many of these murals in the project are within walking distance of each other around the town center of La Jolla, so you can make a day of it. And finally, you have some augmented reality art to round out the list. Yeah, this is at the San Diego Botanic Garden, and the artworks are also on view in a dozen other botanic gardens around the world at the same time. The project is called Seeing the Invisible, and you download an app, and then you hold your phone up to the designated area at the gardens, and that makes the artworks appear to be in place. My favorite is one by Mohammed Kazem. It's called Directions Zero, and it's basically as if someone dropped a gigantic zero from outer space and it landed on top of the boardwalk path at the San Diego Botanic Gardens. It's about math. It's about coexistence and peace. And if you can, you can zoom in or look closely on your phone, etched into the image are the coordinates for every single country on the planet. And this whole exhibition, there are 13 works in total, is on view through August. It all sounds fascinating. Uh, You can find details and an interactive map of all these outdoor artworks on our website at kpbs.org. I've been speaking with KPBS arts editor Julia Dixon-Evans. Julia, thank you. Thank you, Jade. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. That's it for the podcast today. Be sure to catch KPBS Midday Edition at noon on KPBS Radio, or check out the Midday Edition podcast. You can also watch KPBS Evening Edition at 5 o'clock on KPBS Television. And as always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Annika Colbert. Thanks for listening, and have a wonderful weekend. KPBS On Demand is supported by Revivership.
If you suffer side effects from cancer treatments or chronic conditions, Revivership Holistic Cancer Wellness Center may help. Receive integrative, collaborative care from trained specialists. Learn how Revivership may help you live your best life at Revivership.com.